Hello. It's Nia and Trent from the Trident Network's Tournament Podcast. We just wanted to pop in and tell you about the Tourney Pod, where each week we pit different pieces of pop culture against each other in a March Madness-style tournament. We try to cover everything, from movies to TV shows to music to random stuff, like our hotly contested best pasta shape bracket. You can listen to the Tournament Podcast and all other Trident Network shows wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you'll become an attorney at Pod soon enough, and remember, may, may the, the thing with, with the, the most votes win. Oh my god, hi. Welcome back to Disney Adult, the podcast where Chicago comedians review Disney properties from the perspective of adults. Let's discuss Ratatouille, shall we? <laughs> I am joined by Miranda Rosas and Kennedy Baldwin, two amazing Chicago comedians, and we had a blast with this. We love this movie. It got rats. It got food. It got Perry. You know, what more could you want? So let me shut the hell up, and we'll get into it. Without further ado, here we go. How are you two this wonderful day? I'm not Hi. Uh, we, we've already been chit-chatting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Miranda has been, uh, we've all been locked in our houses. Uh, Miranda's been locked in her apartment. Kennedy, um, you were, uh, what were you doing before this that you were, that we pushed it back a little bit? Yeah, and this is embarrassing to admit. Uh, Was so it have... that you clogged your toilet? Because I did that today. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time ever in my life, I clogged a toilet. No, this is... Um, I love that. It was so embarrassing. This, I mean, that's that's the thing. I I don't think that's embarrassing. I think, you know, your body has to do what it has to do. You know, what, I, what I've done is far worse. Um, <laughs> at about... 4 30 p.m i had rudy was over and hanging out with joelle and i and i was like yeah yeah i have most of the night free i just have this podcast at seven and rudy was like great what's the podcast about and i was like uh we're gonna talk about ratatouille and i said oh my fucking god i have not seen ratatouille i watched it for the first time yesterday Um, and also today during lunch i like split it mm -hmm. i loved this movie i did too okay y'all i have oh oh I put my video back on. <laughs> <laughs> and we should mention for the audience, you were fully topless and you had two alligators nursing from your breasts. <laughs> yeah, Louisiana, baby. That's the South. I'm always nursing alligators, let me tell you. <laughs> so actually, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, Seven. But no. I, um, when you said Ratatouille, I was like, I've got a history with Ratatouille. Oh because God. I never was one of the the kids that had a um, like a TV in their room. Like my parents wouldn't allow that. But then they got me a desktop computer, and it was like during the time of LimeWire, and I was like learning LimeWire. So I was like down, da- you know, downloading yeah. all this music, and I was like, oh my God, I can download movies. And the only one that I was able to download was Ratatouille, and. I probably watched it every night, like in high school. Like I would just like go to bed watching Ratatouille. It is. I love it. It Mm -hmm. is so good. I've put off watch. I don't know why I didn't care about this movie, but I was just like, when it came out as a, it came out in 2007. So I would have been 17. Uh, Yeah, I was in middle school. Yeah. 
yeah so I just didn't care I, I was just like oh I'm not gonna watch this and then as an adult like even catching up on movies and stuff I'm like oh, it just doesn't look good it was so good it was so good I mm. couldn't believe how good it was mm-hmm. I it's almost so cried good. oh I yes. cried at multiple points not even <laughs> yeah. just once I cried. last night I cried about halfway through and then I was like oh, okay I can turn this off because I've cried and uh-huh. I was like, and I had some time. I also, we had recorded another episode yesterday. So I was like, kind of burnt out a little bit. And I was like, oh, this is a good note to leave on. I'll finish it during my lunch break tomorrow. And then I cried multiple times during my lunch break today. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we'll just, let's jump right into the plot. Oh, I yeah. love Let's it. go from the um, so, and I, by the way, I read this plot directly off Wikipedia. So if anything is incorrect about it, it's not our fault. We're awesome. going okay. by democratized information on Wikipedia. Right. Um, Remy is a young rat with an unusually acute sense of taste and smell who dreams of becoming a chef like his idol. The late, I'm going to say his name is Gusto is his last name, but his first name is like August, I think. There's an mm-hmm. E at the end. I don't know what that does to a pronunciation. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, speaks French. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Miranda, you speak French. Is that, was this movie the, one of the reasons you like, like wanted to learn French? Did you know French before this movie? I knew French before this movie. I actually, like, I've been speaking French since I was, like, three. But this definitely, I think that's another thing that I'm like, oh, so, yeah, I was, like, in middle school, actually, when I watched it. And I was like, is that what Paris is like? (laughs) (laughs) And I loved, it was, like, all these little French things. And I was like, oh, this is exactly what I want to see in a Disney movie. And It was amazing. They animate Paris in this. It's, like, gorgeous it is oh it's gorgeous it's beautiful no city would ever look like this (laughs) oh it's so beautiful it's so beautiful Mm. i love it but But yeah i think his name is august is if it's Mm. a-u-g-u-s-t-e yeah i hate i hate having to pronounce anything remotely like non-american english because i <laughs> i feel immediately like a fucking moron like, Auguste. <laughs> like it's in the back of your throat August. but we'll call him august we'll call him yeah it's august we'll call him ag um <laughs> so uh remy has this great sense of smell and he really wants to um the whole the movie opens with essentially like remy and his family who are like this colony of rats and He's breaking into like this old lady's house. They're like field rats. Mm. Um, And they're breaking into this old lady's house to steal stuff. And the whole movie sets up like, are you the type of rat who steals food or do you make things? Like, do you care about food enough to cook? Um, And Remy is, because he has this insane sense of smell and taste. And he keeps breaking into this old lady's house who falls asleep to Auguste. Uh, Gusto's like who I guess is just like a um I don't know if he's based off of a real person other than um what's her name Julia Child <laughs> I guess I didn't know any other like French chefs who also had a TV show and books mm. so oh, yeah I don't know any I don't so whatever she, he popped up I was like oh I guess he's like dude Julia Child um mm. but he's really in love with cooking and he like smells things and he goes throughout the and all of his little rat family and friends are being like she's going to kill you. Um, which at first I thought was excessive until she does try to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until she fully has a shotgun in she her pulls, house. <laughs> a shotgun out of an umbrella and mm-hmm. then fucking blows her house to smithereens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yes. 100%. Mm-hmm. 
it was there are so, no rats coming back there it was so well first of all the whole movie opens where it's like kind of slow zooming in on our house and you see like a giant you hear a giant explosion and you see a flash and i was like does someone just kill themselves <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes i thought that too <laughs> and then and then it like cuts back and it jumps back and forth a little bit but um Remy is like really, really skilled. He can like smell things when he tastes things. He like goes into mm-hmm. a trance and and um is super, super cool. His dad is like the major um, I don't even want to say he's a villain. He's like just the other side of that coin, which is humans yeah. hate us. They will kill mm-hmm. she's gonna shoot you, which she does. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sets up this sort of larger dilemma of like Remy's place in the world as a rat with this talent. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but they're, they, first of all, the rats are so cute in this movie. It's so cute. When their little I ears go down. Them. Oh my God. I can't take it. They so are, cute. and they have big notes. Also, the people mm-hmm. kind of look like mice in this movie. They do. Yeah. They've got little pointed faces. Yeah, yeah they're like so real right. pointed. Um, a lot of weak chins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I will notice, or I did write down in my notes, is I was like, large groups of rats running is still terrifying. Even, <laughs> oh, <laughs> even animated? 100%. Have you ever seen Not those even... videos where they like oh my God. lift up a uh, piece of aluminum siding and mm-hmm. three million rats run out? Yeah, no. <laughs> One rat is cute. Like, pizza rat was fun. Yeah. Hordes of rats. Under no. no circumstances. Under no, no circumstances. At one point in this, she shoots her ceiling so many times that it caves in on itself. And it's just all these rats, like at a rave or something. They're like at a giant like Thanksgiving dinner or something. And then they scurry. And I was like, this is fucking terrifying. Disgusting. All these. Oh. But I also love, like, in that moment, you see all the characters that they made for the rats. Like, there's, like, the classic, like, the the gym rat, like, mm-hmm. super pumped up. And, <laughs> like, that's what I love is that, like, still of catching all of them mm-hmm. falling down, but 100% terrifying. It was, yeah. And they rush out of her house, and they go into the river, and she, and Remy is, insistent on getting this recipe book he's like going back he's like uh, he's playing too much i was like remy Mm -hmm. get the hell out of there find another bookstore Mm -hmm. um also at this point she has a gas mask and poison (laughs) gas she has a shotgun in one hand because she runs out of bullets and then she got a full gas mask and like prepared rat poison Mm -hmm. that comes out in a mist gun I was like, this bitch hates rats. She hates them. She has a lot of them. For, yeah. You think she'd be better at this? Mm-hmm. She has all the. Also, tools I love that she's like, listen, I don't need to be in a retirement home. I am fully equipped to absolutely <laughs> murder anyone that comes through here. And if I have to destroy my house in the process, I will. Mm-hmm. And also, there's a moment where they all run when they run away from her. They get into a river somehow. They like run into a river. And she chases them. They're like six blocks mm-hmm. away. And she's shooting at them from the bridge. Mm-hmm. Still wearing the get. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. It, <laughs> that's the thing. For her, it's not about them not being in her house. It's about them being dead. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. She absolutely that is the end game is I need I need blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Remy gets separated from the rest of his rats and he goes down into like a little aqueduct and takes the wrong route um and there's a really depressed he's like fully alone he 
and then we meet the ghost of Gusto, who <laughs> follows Remy everywhere. Mm-hmm. Now, I was a little confused. Mm-hmm. Um, I was roughly one gummy in. Mm-hmm. And I was a little bit like, okay, is this a real ghost? Is this a figment of our imagination? Is this really just the book? Is the book magical? Um, but the ghost tells him to like go up. He's like, leave me and, and go up into the city. I was like, oh, I guess they, I for a long time thought the ghost was like relegated to the sewer for some reason. I was like, mm-hmm. he's going to have to come back down and live in the sewer and then go <laughs> up and cook and then come back down in the sewer. And not the case. The ghost goes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's. It's so funny how that's like not a problem at all. No. The ghost just shows up when he needs to show up. Yeah, <laughs> that ghost can go literally anywhere. <laughs> and his face is like all over the place. For mm-hmm. oh, I thought this was interesting too because they talked about how he has this. Uh, I guess we should mention this. Uh, Gusto has this huge restaurant, this like world-renowned restaurant in the heart of Paris that was a five-star restaurant that had mm-hmm. um, a critic come to it and gave him a bad review, like some stick up his ass critic, uh, gives him a bad review, which costs him a star. And then they said that when the chef dies, that also takes a star away from the restaurant. I didn't notice that. I couldn't believe, I was like, is that how, that must really be how it works. I can't imagine. Yeah, is it true? I'm actually gonna look it up. Please, I I was stunned. Like not only have you just lost your chef, but then your restaurant has to to lose. Yeah. On top of, like the restaurant's already losing so much. Like yeah. there's. It was so bizarre. It was. I mean, I guess oh, that's, that's real. Crazy. I mean, I do know. A, I knew a friend in college who wanted to be a food critic, and he started a blog, and was like, he was pretty good at it. But he he told me firsthand that like food critic that that realm is so professional that he oh. would get people messaging him all the time, being like you're not a food critic. You have no credentials. You, you know, you're a college kid. And you need I was like, damn, this, this field is rough. Okay, okay. But also like how unhappy is that person to really like search this person out and be like, you are nothing. Like you had to yeah. dig through and find his blog. Obviously it's making some <laughs> <Yeah>. traction. But... <laughs> okay. I found something, but it's okay. on reddit.com. That's as believable as it gets uh, on the internet. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the question on Reddit someone posed is, I was watching Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> and in the beginning, it said something like, and the death of Gusto. Uh, <laughs> made the restaurant lose another star. And someone answered, uh, yes, a Michelin star is based on a trio. Uh, owner, chef, and location. A change in any of the three will lead the restaurant to lose its stars. Wow. wow. Even the so, location. Yeah. Those are high stakes for some food. <laughs> oh my God. Don't you feel? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Other, <laughs> other <laughs> questions are, uh, people also ask, did Gusto kill himself in Ratatouille? <laughs> well, oh, I mean. Okay. <laughs> well, it could be like a dark twist, but yeah. he does immediately die after he gets a bad, the bad wow. critic, right? Yeah. Whoa. Who knows? Or they lose the story. That's when he dies. Yeah. Yeah. God, that's yeah. Hmm. I have no idea. I can't believe those stakes seem so high. Like, what if your building floods? 
and you gotta go somewhere. Yeah, right. Wow. They're like, sorry, we hate this location you chose. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get the star. There's no parking here. No stars. <laughs> um, so then when uh so Remy's like investigating Paris a little bit and he finds mm-hmm. the restaurant, uh, and he's like, spying on the restaurant and they he sees uh Alfredo Linguini is this guy's full name. Uh, yes <laughs> I feel like we don't find out he's Alfredo Linguini until the spoiler until the letter is that wait or yeah I, I knew his name, name was Linguini I, I did not know his first name was Alfredo until I read it just now it's like very briefly in the letter like the mom's letter and it's like Alfredo Linguini I was like I honestly that's like if I had to write for Disney, <laughs> that is something that would be a joke I would write. Or if my last then... name was Linguini, I'm absolutely naming my children after different pasta absolutely. dishes. Absolutely, a million percent. Uh, Alfredo Carbonara, dinner's ready. Yeah. <laughs> okay, vodka, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we meet Alfredo Linguini, and he is just applying to be like a. Um, does she he mentions like his mother tells him to apply there or something right like Mm -hmm. his mother insinuates that he should go work there um and Mm -hmm. he he they're like okay you can be a garbage boy because the head chef is like this tiny tiny little asshole uh and hates him immediately for no reason um Mm -hmm. but linguini like fucks up some soup i thought it was really cool how they sort of described to the audience all the different um people who work in a kitchen mm-hmm. oh yeah um, which by the way have either of you ever worked in a kitchen no i've worked um no i mean i've worked at a restaurant as a server yeah mm-hmm. does that no no i've also <laughs> no it's a, i definitely th- i mean there's something very unique about kitchen energy i worked in i'm not a kitchen like this i worked in a sports bar kitchen in high mm-hmm. school and mm-hmm. then i served there is a they do capture a unique energy about the kitchen which is like <gasps> captured chaos at any moment it's really nuts oh that's yeah. so cool it is and it, don't you feel like it is like unlike any other environment i've ever worked in in my entire life oh yes it, oh 100 the only environment where you can truly be cussing someone's mother out <laughs> over something that has nothing to do with the two of you or your relationship it'll be like <laughs> some food driven like this is going to cost me a tip so i'm cussing you out one moment and then by the next time you see that person within five minutes, it, everything is under the water, like oh, water yeah. under the bridge. It's unbelievable. It's like, hey, when do you want to grab drinks after this? Yeah, yeah. And right before that, it was like, I will fucking, well, I just got I so nervous. I was like, family. Devin, can we curse in this? Yeah. <laughs> I was about to go off and then I was like, Devin, can I say I will fuck you fucking up? <laughs> say that. I, I've never worked in a kitchen, but uh, I've seen a lot of Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. It's, it's not that far off. Okay, yeah. well, then I'm there. I see what you're saying. It is bonk. <laughs> I liked how they described everything. And then Alfredo like kind of like fucks up some soup or something. And um, Remy can't help but fix it. They send it out. It's it's delicious. Everybody loves mm-hmm. it. Um, and he but Ling, Linguini catches him doing it so at first he's gonna like I guess kill him or something and then decides like oh no I need your help to help me become a chef uh there's a moment that broke my heart where he like puts Remy in a little glass thing and they go down to the river and he's gonna throw him in the river yeah but he doesn't mm-hmm. and then Remy runs away and yeah the way it's directed I, it's so crazy to me that like 
animation directors think in shots and then put them in cartoons. Yes. It's so cool. Cause there's a shit where he's like under the bridge, but he's lit from the light on the other side of the bridge. And it's like this, cr- mm-hmm. and I, I'm already like, Remy. <laughs> Remy, come back. Remy, come on. Don't yeah, like you. fully knowing he obviously has to come back. I'm like, wait, why would you do that? Yeah. Like and 15 then, minutes into the movie, and we're like, yeah. please come back. And he like scurries through the darkness, and you see these two, like the light reflect off of his eyes the way it's animated. It was beautiful. I couldn't believe I was like, oh, that yeah. was the first moment where I was like, I don't know why I've been sleeping on this movie my mm. whole life. And that's the other thing. Like, I was re-watching it, and the whole the first time you see the kitchen, the whole scene, it's gorgeous. It's like the beautiful. way they draw, like they animated the food and the mm-hmm. way that everybody was. I was oh. like, this is the animation for this in itself is a masterpiece. Yes. Like it's the so food looks incredible. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. And the steel. All the steel yes. and the appliances and the doors and stuff. I couldn't, I was like. Yes. Oh, 100%. <laughs> um, oh, and there's also another motto to this movie, which is Gusto's motto and the title of his book is Anyone Can Cook. Mm-hmm. So um, they, after this soup goes really well, uh, the chef, whose name I don't even know, um, the head chef, the, the little asshole is like, F- mm-hmm. they convinced me like anyone can cook that's his motto and this guy's like fuck the guy whose name is on the building this is about me <laughs> um yeah but they give him a chance and uh remy and uh remy and linguini develop this system where he sits in his hat and pulls his hair which just like moves him like a marionette doll mm-hmm. um and starts teaching him how to cook the two learn that remy can guide linguini's movements like a marionette by pulling his hair while he is hiding under his uh it's called a toque, T-O-Q-U-E. Oh. Uh, we're learning a bunch of stuff awesome. today. <laughs> and together they are able to reproduce the soup and continue cooking regularly at Gusto's. Colette, who is voiced by Janine Garofalo. Okay, is that from Mad TV? Janine no. Garofalo. What am I thinking of? The uh, She could have, I mean, she was on one season of SNL, but that's not what she's known for. She was on, um, uh, the oh my god I'm gonna I'm gonna hate myself um she was on a series of movies she was really big and she was in reality bites she was in must love dogs she was big in the 90s oh, she was like seeing... grunge comedy. she's in hot totally. wet hot wet summer yes, or hot yes, summer. yes. How yes. Summer. she's very very yeah, funny very totally. funny. mixing it up with someone does not she had such a good French accent in this I would never have known it was her yeah wow mm-hmm. and also I don't know about you guys sometimes I will look at comedians like that who who are are not who essentially like don't work a lot but still manage to live and I think a lot about how they make money mm-hmm. and I think a lot about oh, like, yeah it's how the it, dream it's the dream oh, of like and also like how is it sustainable one thing we talk about on this pie especially since Pixar all you need to do is be in one successful <gasps> Pixar movie mm-hmm. and you are set for life for- Mm-hmm. Okay, Devin, can I tell you that literally is my dream. I'm like, put yeah. me in an animated movie. <laughs> I'm like, I would love something that not only makes me laugh, but like 
is also accessible to children yeah. and everyone loves it. <laughs> and then no one knows my face no. and I can and- do whatever I want, mm-hmm. but I feel Kim's. successful. Walk down, yeah. the, walk down the street with these alligators on my titties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they'd be like, who is that? And I'm like, I won't tell you. <laughs> you know me better than you think you do. Yeah. I'll go even one step further. Knew. When I see the, when I see the, uh, the people from like Harry Potter doing amusement park videos, like in the rides and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, you better believe I'd be in that gag. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, and how yeah. can I make this? Can I, maybe I could do like a, <sighs> that you guys blow on them. <laughs> be like, I could go to it. the amusement park if you guys need. I could just like, <laughs> yeah. I could be handing out pamphlets. I don't care. You pay me in corn dogs. <laughs> yeah. Wait, this actually makes it, there's a, um, what is it? Colin was just showing me and it's one of the girls, she was like, she wasn't a big character in High School Musical, but she was like a small char- character that wanted to be a dancer, like a like a, um, a cheerleader. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and then she's like famous on TikTok, but she only does High School Musical dances. <laughs> And I was oh my like, God. She, she like only does the dances from High School Musical, and I was like, honestly, that would kind that of rocks. be me. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. listen. This, this is, is what me. I do. <laughs> this is sort of my whole thing is that I was in high school musical. So either, yeah, exactly. Either that or to be on like something like something nerdy and then be able to oh, do Comic-Con yeah. forever. Mm, I follow yeah. so, so I nothing gives me, and this is a I I give this advice to anybody. Follow any person who has ever been cast as a Power Ranger on Instagram. <laughs> you are in for a everything just reliving the glory days with every post and every time I'm like you better believe pink ranger you show them you show them who you are you still fit in that suit like please Uh you're signing autographs it's so I would do it I would I would be at every comic-con I'd be doing panels I'd be taking pictures Mm -hmm. with like anyone dream yeah oh yeah definitely see I that's exactly what I I'd love is that like I I don't ever want like Kim Kardashian fame I would want just enough that you know like sprinkle sprinkle sometimes people stopping you on the street and being like are you that person and I'm like yeah and then I'm so embarrassed about it (laughs) oh my god don't (laughs) exactly i'm like this was awesome i'm gonna journal about this later thank you yeah yeah i want just enough fame that you're only coming to see my social media because you like me exactly Exactly. i only want the good stuff i want want you to like me (laughs) yeah Uh, i agree so um we essentially they start to cook they start to develop this relationship um, and they really find like a groove and they really begin to like one another. Um, uh, Remy reunites with Emil, his brother, and the clan. But while. Okay, his dad's name is Django. <laughs> what? Uh, yes. What? <laughs> Emil in the clan. But while Django tries to convince Remy that it is impossible to change humans' disdainful nature towards rats. Uh, Remy affirms that oh and before we get to this because this part is really what made me hysterically cry last night and when I turned it off Django his father takes him to this I guess it's like um, an exterminator shop where the exterminator has hung in the window all of these dead rats it was horrifying to look at Mm -hmm. it was traumatizing Mm -hmm. Um, and it was also like 
dude, those rats probably like fucking stink. What are you doing? Why are those in your <laughs> like those are rotting? It was literally like oh my god, garland yeah. of dead rats. Could you like, imagine if you walked, even if you were walking into a rat killing store you'd be like simply do not hang rat carcasses <laughs> in the window it's there's a- actually like a side story about him and like no one goes there that story is really <laughs> scary <laughs> like the humans see the rat and they're like no we think he's freaky too like <laughs> yeah. but do you think people are like dissuaded from killing rats afterwards because yeah. they're like this, yeah. i am not that man I don't yeah know i'd have to be a sick fuck yeah it really is a truly I never sick do that. you know that guy has like it, like no teeth in his head he has two <laughs> he has glasses with like two different prescriptions like one is like really long really, and he's just like i love killing rats i can kill a rat at any time you have a rat problem i don't know but, but he has an absolutely beautiful <laughs> wife <laughs> yeah. like, wow. uh, oh his wife's a victoria's secret model absolutely his wife is giselle <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um but remy says this is the line that i wrote it down because i could not believe how much it like touched me on a spiritual level oh -hmm. remy says uh oh his dad says you can't change nature because that's the whole thing is like it's within humans nature to hate us and try to kill us and it's within our nature to avoid it um and then remy says change is nature oh I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was uh-huh. the dad hat. I don't know what, but I was like, nothing is so simple yet so beautiful. And so it felt so wise beyond his years. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. I'm going to go to bed now. I'll <laughs> <laughs> come back to this. Yeah. I, I did think that. I thought that line was so beautiful. But when his dad was like, where are you going now? And he was like, with luck forward i was like that's lame shut up yeah like end on a high note <laughs> yeah okay that's you were so good funny. with the last one <laughs> and so one more thing no 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 no, no, no. that first thing was awesome this second <laughs> thing is like weird and kind of dumb i don't really like it <laughs> listen i was hooked they said it and i was like yeah baby yeah with luck forward <laughs> kennedy i, I also really... <laughs> i like to imagine you being like uh oh <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god, I'll shut the fuck up, really? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> but I can see what you're saying, Ken, because at that point, then you're like, oh, Remy, that, like, that's a beautiful thing, and then he gets pompous, and he's mm-hmm. like, with luck, Ugh. forward. Yeah. Yes. You misogynistic if- racist dad. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, hold on. <laughs> it's like the first line was genuine, and then he was like, that's pretty good. Yeah. I better have yeah. another one. And yeah. he turns around, and he's like... And with luck, <laughs> forward. You know kind when of, people try to say something because yes. they really think they're going to get a reaction yes. out of you? Or the, oh, yeah. And all you could do is be like, I'm humiliated for you. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what he did right there. <laughs> oh, God. So then Skinner, and I think Skinner is the name of the chef, right? I have no idea. Uh, oh. Well, let me finish this line and maybe it'll Oh, and then me. we'll see. Context close. <laughs> Uh, Here, Skinner the learns, yeah, owner. Yeah, yeah, see, like literally two sentences in. I didn't even. Need. Skinner <laughs> learns through a letter from Linguini's late mother that oh, Linguini yeah. is Gusto's legitimate son and rightful owner of the restaurant. When they first introduced this, I thought this was too convenient. And then as it continued, I was like, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, when Remy discovers the, the letter in Skinner's office, Skinner chases Remy around Paris to retrieve it, but Remy gives it to Linguini, who forces Skinner out. 
Uh, the restaurant thrives as Remy's recipes become popular and Linguini's life improves. The chase scene between Skinner and Remy <gasps> is gold. It's awesome. Oh, it's amazing. It is. Every once in a while, a pic- these Pixar movies we notice turn into a full-blown action movie. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah. They're always, they always pay off. Yeah. When Remy a- gets his, oh, sorry, Ken, you go. No, no, no. You go. Oh, mine is very, it's just when Remy gets his, like, um, his little tuft of air and yep. it makes it to the second boat. I was yes. like, that was beautiful. <laughs> I was like, let's fucking go. And guess what? Remy jumped from one boat to the other boat and he goes, with luck, forward. <laughs> <laughs> all the time now yeah look i'm gonna be saying it as, like ironically to myself <laughs> with luck forward <laughs> i go to un- i go to unclog that toilet earlier today i pick up the punch i'm like with, with luck, luck forward yeah people are like how are you doing today Devin? with luck forward, forward. <laughs> it's a joke that only the three of us yeah. Yeah. we do all the time to not each other but to everybody else we actually never talk again (laughs) (laughs) the last time we'll talk to each other Uh, there is also whenever skinner comes in and they do a good job of like making you think the movie's over at that point because i was like oh okay tied up in a bow it's good yeah um uh but meanwhile anton ego who's a food critic who they cut back to him they haven't talked about him for a full hour and they cut back to a two-story um portrait of himself that he's writing in front of and Okay, so I have to ask her a question about this food critic. Is he dead? Because he looks <laughs> dead. <laughs> he has gray skin. He's completely like sinewy and like. <sighs> His eyes are black shark eyes. I literally wrote down, and then this could have been the gummy. And like, is this critic dead? <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, he's a skeleton. He looks like he's in a Tim Burton movie. Oh yes. Mm. Oh yeah. But um, so the food critic reviews uh, uh, da, 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 uh the food critic whose negative review of the restaurant indirectly led uh, Gusto's indirectly led to Gusto's death. Okay. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. learns of its rising success and announces that he will dine at the restaurant after Linguini takes credit for Remy's cooking, which, okay, here we start. So Remy is like doing this press briefing and he's like, yeah, I'm really cool. I fucking cook mm-hmm. and shit. And we're like, on the couch, Andy and I are like, you know nothing about anything. Like, <laughs> you are furious. And I love, I love to cook. So w- as he's doing, there's also like scenes where they're throwing real, like animated real herbs and stuff into things. I'm like, okay, Linguini, what was that? <laughs> what herb was that? Hmm? Oh, parsley. No, no, no. Fucking that was moron. time. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for you. Jesus shitting Christ. <laughs> it has a woody stock. <laughs> you think that's parsley? I don't think so. He's taking all this credit and Remy's getting a little upset, which on the other hand, I'm like, Remy, you are a rat. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> what is he to do? Say to it be was... super fair, Remy, you're a rat. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, they're not ready for this yet. Yeah. Um, and they go back and forth. He also starts developing a romance with um, Janine Garofalo's character, mm-hmm. Colette. Colette. How do oh, you yeah, I love Colette. How do we feel about Colette? She is super fucking sexy and like has this like sleek yeah. bob that's never out of place. And- mm-hmm. So oh. I actually thought about it because when I was watching, I was like, 
thinking of this and I was like, okay, Colette's, I always thought she was a badass throughout this whole thing, but she is the main one that stuck by anyone can cook. She was, she yeah. was the first one that told like when um, Linguini, like when they made, first made that soup, she was like, no, Gusto said that anyone can cook. Mm-hmm. And then spoiler, at the end, she's the oh. one that like comes back. And like, she is the believer. She's the one that brings mm-hmm. out the, the like the nobody. She's like, I'll be here. I'll support you. I was like, mm-hmm. Colette, you are. So I'm, I'm a huge Colette fan. Yeah. A million percent. That scene, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll get to it earlier, but there, there's a scene at the end where she, sort of that line rings true one last time and mm-hmm. I was I was in the middle of my work day watching it crying on the on my <laughs> work computer um at break don't want to talk about the weather or the pandemic me either no wrong answers non-burning questions to kickstart conversations is a conversation card game where you can ask life's least pressing but most important questions. Why talk about vaccine rates when you could debate questions like which cereal mascot would be the best kisser? Or you own a boutique candle shop. What is your least popular scent? These are the burning questions you should be asking. This card game is created by two of my friends, my personal friends, Paula Skaggs and Josh Linden. Yes, I have friends talented enough to create a card game. And if you love me, you love them and you'll love this game. No Wrong Answers is a deck of 70-plus conversation starters that you'll come back to and debate over and over again. This is great for dinner parties. It's great for Zoom happy hours, first dates, classrooms, prison visits, fast food drive throughs It literally, there's no place that these conversation starters won't work. Holidays are right around the corner somehow. And this would make a great gift. It would make a great thing to put out on the table to, you know, generate conversation between you and your family. You know how hard it is to catch up after you haven't seen each other in the year. What are you going to talk about? The fact that you share blood? No. You're going to reach for one of these cards and you're going to get the conversation started. And... If it doesn't get better than that, a portion of the proceeds go to the Greater Chicago Food Depository. I mean, come on. Listeners can use the code TRIDENT for 10% off of their purchase. Go to NoWrongAnswersGame.com. Once again, NoWrongAnswersGame.com. And use TRIDENT for 10% off your purchase. I mean, come on, y'all. This is fun talk and... Not small talk. So they start to get this tension between Linguini and um, Remy about, you know, Remy's like pissed that you're like, you're taking all the credit for this shit. And then he's like, what do you want me to do? You are a rat who pulls my hair like a puppet. (laughs) Um, And also uh, while all of this is happening, Skinner, that little dweeby chef is just lamping in the cut, waiting, like doesn't try to get a new job. Doesn't try to go anywhere. <laughs> He's on this vendetta because he knows this rat is real. Not working on him. himself. For Not sure. working on himself. Mm-mm. It was like, they also animated where he had legitimately a handful of hairs combed across the top of his head. <laughs> and two of which he has used for a mustache. <laughs> and it's like, you have some things to work out. Stop stalking these people at your old job. <laughs> Um, then they get into this huge fight over this. Essentially, Linguini says, like, Remy, you are a rat. There's nothing I can do. 
Uh, and Remy, I was like, no, Remy. He turns to all. I know. Oh, by the way, his brother brings all his friends. And I did write this question down to you. Have you ever been in a situation where you have a friend who does not realize that the rest of their friends <laughs> are a problem? Mm. <laughs> they like bring their friends. And they're like, no, 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 no. We're all cool. And I'm like, what about our relationship would ever make you think these people are coming with me would be cool with me yeah I, okay no but i have been you you both know cg farmer cg mm-hmm. cg is the most wonderful human she loves bringing all of her friends so i've never i have been cg's friend <laughs> <laughs> at a place where clearly people didn't know cg, CG was bringing her friends yep yep yep, yep. <laughs> and cg is the type of person who like gets along with Every single body. And I, Kennedy, I think, and I don't mean to speak on your behalf, I think we relate in the sense of like, I am not for everybody. I am a cilantro. (laughs) I'm for about half the population. (laughs) The other half have a genetic distaste for me. (laughs) And CG's like, we'll all get along. I'm like, yeah, you're people, we're people. (laughs) Like, these people watch The Bachelor. What? (laughs) I am out of of material. I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, but yeah. C- but every CG is like salt. Everybody loves CG. She's sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has all these friends, and they're like kind of not cool. They're like, "What are we gonna eat?" And Remy is like, "You know what? Yeah, tonight we dine." Mm-hmm. They break into the restaurant. They're taking all this food, and then Linguini comes in, and he <sighs> apologizes in the most heartfelt apology. Where I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know why." That was I think- sweet. I know. I think we expect so, and I say this as a man, I think we expect so little from men. Yeah. That, that the moment he is like, hey, I fucked up. I was like, no punishment. You're <laughs> good. He was like, I've just never had anybody expect anything of me before. And I'm like, also check out. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think anytime a man expresses like, any ounce of emotional intelligence or vulnerability. I just am so like, oh my God, a he understands. Percent. Um, and I am a man who knows like that is a ruse. I'm like, yeah. yeah, we're whatever. But even still, when I say it, I'm like, you know how hard it is to be vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I- immediately, Remy, the like something happens and uh, Linguini's like, what the fuck? There's all these rats here. Remy, you brought these rats in. And then has such an adverse reaction to it. He mm. like calls him a, like a rat or something. He's like, you don't belong here. I should have killed you like the way other people would have killed you. And I was like, I was hot, hot. I was <laughs> mad. Oh, yeah. I, I was... mean, you see little Remy bow his head after oh, that. Like, he's yeah. so sad. Oh, God. Oh. I was livid. Andy was like, it is the middle of a work day and you were screaming about a cartoon. <laughs> I was like, did you not see what I just saw? Did you not see what I just saw? The betrayal? The betrayal. Did you see that? Oh. And um, Remy then, essentially Remy goes back to his people a little bit and this, um, what's this? face? The critic is coming and the, the whole night is upon them. We're like, this critic is here. He's going to eat your food. They're reopening under Linguini's name as head chef. Linguini starts panicking because he realizes I ain't shit. I've never been shit. Not going to be shit. Mm-hmm. And I kicked out the only person who made this restaurant anything. And the other person who has the capability to help me, uh, Colette, he keeps being like, not now. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very busy. Not now. <laughs> uh, and um, then essentially the rest of the, the this would seem like a 30 minute scene. It all happens at once. But like, he confesses that Remy is the uh, the real chef. All the chefs walk out because mm-hmm. they're like, you are holding, including Colette. And she mm-hmm. almost hits him at one point. That was yes! wild. Oh my God. Oh my God. Can we t- one for one second? Please, please, please. Skip back to something that happened way in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Which is bad. credits. <laughs> yeah. It says Pixar, right? Because you play. <laughs> Um, no, when Remy is like running away from all the gunshots and stuff, and he's like running through apartments and whatever, and he sees a woman holding a gun <gasps> at the guy. <laughs> yes! And then he goes back and they're making out. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote down, there are an awful lot of gunshots in this yes! movie. <laughs> yes, what the fuck? Because the first one was like the one where I thought somebody was killing themselves in their apartment. Yes. And then I was like, oh no, later then I connected the dots. I'm like, oh, that's that lady who's been sh- just shooting up the place. And then <laughs> there's a third where he's running past this lady shoots, almost shoots Remy. Remy goes back. He's like, well, what's the tea over here? <laughs> yeah. And then they're making out at that point. They're making out. He's, yeah, she's like holding a gun at her boyfriend or whoever. Yeah. And he's like, no, no. And then... They and then collapse into each up. other's arms. Yeah, what the shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, Colette, what? Colette literally like raises her hand. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I think we're just kind of meant to be like, well, they're French. What are they gonna do? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so how she was expressing herself. Yeah, she's and passionate. <laughs> She's passionate, and, and she stopped herself. So it was everything's okay. Wild, mm-hmm. because guess what? With luck, forward. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now it's actually my favorite phrase. <laughs> and then she runs. This, this does lead into um. So Colette leaves, and it's like really like it's fucking hammer time what's gonna happen here all the mice co- or all the rats come back and they're like you were right they overhear linguini stick up for remy and they're like we'll do whatever you need to um they start cooking in the kitchen the way they disinfect the rats was so funny to me yeah it's so funny it was brilliant because mm-hmm. my first thought was like okay these rats as cute nasty. as they are yeah. They are nasty, disgusting, disease-ridden <laughs> rodents that live in the sewer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Put him in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> it was so crazy. It was so yeah. funny, though. Um, and then at one point, uh, this was a very funny part, The a health inspector just, like, walks in the back door. Oh, my door God, yes. And is immediately sees, like, holy shit, the guy who called in this is right. And they chase him down and kidnap him and throw him in a... In a free and that's the swarm of rats. Like when, yes. even though it's animated, when they hit it, the, his windshield, I was like, "Oh fuck, no! Don't gonna be so <laughs> under cute. no circumstances." <laughs> I was like, "That I would if I were that health inspector. You can't come back from that. Mm-mm. You were just tied up by a horde of rats and thrown into a closet." I'm like, driving nice. right to that exterminator. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm driving. I'm Giselle, driving exterminator. <laughs> And that was your wife. It would be fucking trauma. Could you imagine if a horde of rats 
through no. you in a dark room <laughs> uh, for an no. extended period of time. And they can I mean, tie knots. No. Yeah, that that guy's life is ruined. One hundred percent. And it did, yeah. it did make sense <laughs> at the end where they were like, they did shut us down because we did kidnap two people with guns. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Um, uh, but then they were able to cook this wonderful meal uh, using all the rats. And the critic loves it. I thought this was so, I don't know if it meant to be this deep. It was this deep for me. I thought they were essentially like, the dish we're going to feed him is ratatouille. And Colette is like, this is a peasant dish, which I was like, what? anytime I don't want to eat something for the future, I will refer to it as a peasant <laughs> dish. <laughs> like, Do you guys want to go to Giordano's? I'm like, that is a peasant dish. <laughs> um, but he was like, no, 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 no. I love that. It yeah. was, it, he was like, no, 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 no. This is perfect. Send it out. And everyone's like, okay, we're listening to the rat today. It goes out and they do this wonderful scene where he takes one bite and it takes him back to his childhood. And it, it, it paints the air of the, like, this dish has reminded him of the happiest moment of his life and why mm-hmm. he loves food and sort mm-hmm. of has, like, done 30 years of therapy within one bite. <laughs> oh, yes. And, like, his relationship with his mother and obviously, yeah. like, he, like, I'm a, 100%, if he looks dead, there's no way his mother's alive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this critic, though, has a smoking hot wife, by the oh, way. Oh, of course. <laughs> Obviously. Oh. It's the same wife as the exterminators. <laughs> she's she's two-timing. <laughs> but yeah, but I totally agree. It's like, it's this moment of like all this like paint up. Yeah, like what you said, this one bite is like the therapy session. And then like it is and the drop of the pen. Mm-hmm. And it, it is so, so and I want to. Yeah, oh, no, no, go again. I was gonna say I do think it was meant to be I th- I this was the part that I cried at and I yeah. it took it as very oh, yeah. like like you know addressing like classism in a way mm-hmm. and like like judging mm-hmm. this dish and like you know a rat from like disgusting yeah beginnings it, and stuff it was really really deep it and I didn't know if, I'm glad that you both had that experience because I thought like I'm really lying a lot and this podcast is making me lie a lot on these children's movies and they're like no he just kind of liked it Devin and I'm like I think it had layers um and then he does no, this beautiful Disney always has layers oh, oh for of course. sure and then it does this beautiful he has this beautiful monologue where he like it's just him <gasps> reading his thing which talked about something that is so re- and I know this is this flies in the face of everything in this podcast because all we do is sit here and like review other people's movies but there is something where people who seriously critique things, I do get a little bit like, where do you get off when you're not yeah. doing it? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I tend to align with a lot of critics that I read. So I, I get their perspective. But at the same time, it does feel shitty sometimes to be like, mm-hmm. especially the way they paint this guy where he's like going around trying to find fault in the hard work of others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he really says like, honestly, a piece of junk it's something like along the lines of like a piece of junk is worth more than whether or not i approve of that piece of junk mm. yeah like, you better fucking work ratatouille you yeah. ratatouille on every level. absolutely yeah. no yeah and i really appreciated that like especially as like i feel like i don't um like the movies that i watch and like the content that i watch the music that i listen to is all very like 
I listened to top forties and the movie, yeah. like movies I watch. I like I loved uh, Princess Switch. Like that's sort of my shit. Yeah, <laughs> like just shit like that. Yeah, a big yeah. part of like my hesitation to do this podcast was I was like, I don't know if it's like creative or if it's, it's like shows enough of what I love to do or if it's just and you get to a point where you're like fuck that whose voice is that oh, yeah. it's not mine right yeah <laughs> oh yeah also and also I love Disney like yeah. I when you when you messaged us I was like oh I could mm-hmm. I could talk about Disney anytime <laughs> they make me happy yeah. I like watching them I like mm-hmm. dissecting the layers because there's mm-hmm. always something there's always absolutely. something absolutely also if anybody from disney's listening we would love to work for you um, we, we would love, love to we would pay love. Money i've got to some ideas i've got some yeah, ideas we, got some ideas. <laughs> we want to be any, we do need to be cast members in something that is animated so people don't know our faces and also exactly. we will do rides mm-hmm. <laughs> if i were writing movies if i were writing movies at this point my goal would be to write a movie that could be turned into a ride yeah easily <laughs> oh 100 you know actually I mean? so i did go to the disney world in paris and uh, and I I studied abroad in Paris and went to the Disney World and there is so much ratatouille like oh really like, <laughs> it's like essentially like from what I remember I think it's like ratatouille is kind of like the main thing like it's, it's like ratatouille and, it's just ratatouille and Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> And I loved it. I walked in and I was like, this is oh, my shit. So putting oh, a, I loved it. Uh, I also, loved since, it. since I've started doing this, my algorithm on both my personal and this Instagram is nothing. I have been, I've been introduced to two markets. People mm-hmm. whose like independent businesses are Disney based. So like people mm-hmm. who make jewelry based on Disney stuff, people who make bags and hats and stuff. And then also this was not why I started this tangent, but it was, it's more interesting, I think. Cosplayers who, whose whole niche is that they're hot. Their what? whole thing is like, they take these thirst trap poses in their, in their uh, cosplay stuff. So with very much the feeling of like, you thought Daredevil was hot before. <laughs> now I'm covered in blood. I'm kind of soaking wet in my onesie is unzipped down to the navel. And you're like, who is this for? And you are, and then more people will be suggested. More people start showing up in your right. algorithm, and you're like, "It's for you." It, Disney has an incredible it's amount of me. niches. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh. Um. Oh, oh so I, I bring that up because one of the thing in one of those niches, I learned that they have they're going to unveil a new Ratatouille ride in Disney World this year. Oh um, my god! Really? People are like preparing for their lining up for their their. It's what be, could be a ratatouille ride? They better be fed. You're apparently the size of the of Remy, and everything's huge. <gasps> that's that's so my fun. dream. That's, that's a blast. Oh, because okay, I will say there are so many things about this movie that really just hit on Miranda things that I love. That I'm like, mm, cooking food, love it. Mm, yeah. French food, love it. Yeah. I love miniature things <laughs> I love them. And I like to see miniature versions of things so when we see like ratted, like when we see Remy's little like his little corner mm-hmm. at Linguini's home yes, his little so bag his, when he makes himself that like little tiny omelet or whatever yep. and you see his plates and everything that I like I'm like yeah give me that's your shit right there <laughs> I, I like really um 
this touched on like a really funny, like kind of gross stuff when his brother sucks up all those grapes and he turns into like yes. a stress ball. Yes. <laughs> and was, they all like pop out of it. Yeah, that was for me. Oh, oh my god. It. Also, when Remy is uh, eating like half a grape and he like drinks the grape juice, I was like, <gasps> I truly was like, oh my god, it's so refreshing. That looks awesome. That looks. I wish I had. To Kennedy later today, like secretly <laughs> trying it, like so you're like, okay. <laughs> it hits the back of your throat because you're an adult person. <laughs> you're like. <laughs> I just wish I had like a grape the size of my palm <laughs> that I could just. <laughs> oh. oh, I can't wait to line up for that Ratatouille ride. I will oh. be there. <laughs> so that's going to be. Me. I mean, I think we've answered this last or one of our last questions, but um, do you, oh, uh, do you feel it? This holds up for adults from an adult perspective uh, in a big way. Oh, in a definitely. Big, big way. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I didn't really, I really did not think I would like it as much as I did. A lot of times, oh, this yeah. podcast is us coming on here saying, like, we love this movie anyway because it's nostalgic, but it's got some issues. Like when we did Pokemon, mm, it yeah. was a real rough ride. Oh, oh yeah. But this one, I love, I, it, it blew me away with how much I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Well, it also has a lot of of adult themes so it's like yeah. linguini who's dealing with like uh like imposter syndrome and he's like mm-hmm. i've never had people look up to me or expect things of me and like remy who's just trying to find himself and then and what is it what does his dad say at the end and he's like his dad's like i'm proud of you but he says like um and he's like uh uh remy's like oh yeah. why because like i'm a cook and he's like no because you show that like you've it's not you've got guts but it's something like that that i was yeah. like oh wow like like it's initiative like or yeah about I proving his dad he was like you pr- mm-hmm. because i proved you wrong or something he's like no oh, because, yeah. like look at what you built or something like that and yeah exactly something and he's along like, those lines yeah and like, also wow. the, it, it talks about classism a lot too because oh it's yes like when colette the part i wanted to refer back to is when colette is leaving because she's thinking this is insane this rat is gonna cook she's on her fucking cool ass moped and <laughs> she looks in the window of a building and she sees the book with the motto anyone can cook and it's a moment of like if anyone can cook this rat can fucking cook and like what do i exactly. believe in? do i believe that anybody can be a good cook it was mm-hmm. once again t- fucking tears mm-hmm. streaming down my oh face. yeah yes the one the one point of contention that i have uh like mapping it onto classism like when they when they keep telling the rats, like, are you going to be a thief, like a bad person? Or are you going to, like, oh, yeah. an honest living? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, if, if you're mapping this onto, like, a you know, a class of society, like, people yeah. in the lower class who steal, like, it's very much like... They're not making the choice be... to steal. Yeah, They exactly. literally can't get food anywhere else. Exactly, yeah. Because they're mm-hmm. rats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, they're fucking rats, so... People in the street are <laughs> trying to kill them. They have to live... In the sewer, yeah. like rats. Yeah, the guy walking in the street with a fucking string, ready to string them up. Now that you, now that you point that out, they, it was a little weird when the ghost was like, "Remy, we're stealing again." And he's like, mm. uh, "Yeah, <laughs> that is exactly what I'm doing." Yes, of thank course. you, thank you for coming here and showing me that. Um, you human gusto. Yeah. Also, you're not real, so get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like literally my entire family is starving like yeah 
and yeah, I have to I'm smell stealing. their food for poison. So you tell me who's <laughs> what's going on here. <laughs> I make one false move and I'm stuck in an iron cage that I'm going to starve to death in. Yeah. Please. Oh my God, that iron cage. Oh, oh. that was nuts. All right. So we do have um, a couple questions that we'd like to ask. Well, first yes. of all, we like to do fan theories and Easter eggs, but um, there are not a lot of fan theories or Easter eggs for this movie that I'm aware of. Um, wait I do okay so is easter eggs more of like people are like oh like saw this in this movie and saw it yeah, in another like movie seeing <gasps> things from other Pixar movies and stuff I mm-hmm. just saw one of what Ratatouille oh my god of course it was a TikTok and I can't remember but it's about the old woman and she is in another she's or what is it she's like the old woman who shoots everything and I'm going to have to find this TikTok because oh. the guy is like literally like, oh, have you found it again? I'm seeing Mabel. Mm. Oh, she looks familiar. In Toy Story 4? Is that what they said it was? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. There is... Oh, I oh my think, God, there's going to be a musical. I think it's when Anton tastes the Remy's ratatouille, he is reminded that of his mother's <gasps> cooking. There are a few hidden details that suggest that Remy grew up in Anton's mother's house, which is the woman we meet at the beginning. Oh. Yes, that's what it is. That's what it is. Okay, this, yeah. is, this is pretty cool because there are a lot. It, it's the same Yes, because the fireplace, it's the same mm-hmm. house. That's what it is. Oh, oh my, God. my God. I take it back. She's still alive. Oh and my that God. Makes so much more sense as to why Remy cooks that yes. specific meal. Like there's mm-hmm. some sort of connection oh, there. Oh yes, and why it and, tastes yeah. like her cooking. And like Remy would have learned, spices. and would have learned to cook in her house, and would have learned that right. recipe. And then, yeah. Wow. Okay, so there are good uh, Easter eggs. That the, fucking yeah. Usually, so we're I talking, thought of that one. That is a phenomenal one because usually we're in the mindset of like, do, are there other Pixar movie things mm-hmm. noted in here, which there aren't, but there are a ton of Easter eggs now that I'm on this thing. Like, oh, when um. Anton Ego's typewriter resembles a skull because he's fucking dead. And the room, his office is in the shape of a coffin. (laughs) It literally, they have a picture of it and it is a coffin. Oh my God. That is so true. How freaking. Oh, the the dog barking at Remy is from Up. Oh my God. Oh wow! So there is crossover. So there are a couple. Okay, good for I you. Love, I love I love when movies do this. Yeah, so it really funny. makes you. Feel... Uh, Colette has an oven burn on her forearm, a common injury among professional chefs, oh. or people who make oh. chicken nuggets high. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let me tell you, professional chefs. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, then there. Uh, so let's jump to. I think that covers both our fan theories and our, our hidden oh, Easter eggs. Oh, I love it. Um, so we do, we started this uh, this last part, this questionnaire at the beginning when we were talking about Disney movies and it's evolved. Um, but essentially these, this started as a list of questions of how Disney is this movie based on some list we pulled off of the internet, but we've evolved the questions over time. Um, there are no right answers. It is true. Sometimes it's discussion. Sometimes it's agree to disagree. Sometimes we come to a consensus. Sometimes the answers are long. Sometimes they're short. Um, <laughs> And we don't, and we um, we pick and choose which questions make the most sense to ask based on the episode. Uh, so, first question: Who's the real hero of this story? And once again, our answers can differ. 
Ooh. As you two think, I'm going to point out something that I'm going to I'm going to lobby for, which is Colette is the one who embodies the meaning of this or the the mm-hmm. motto of this the most. She she changes just as much as anybody. She challenges her expectations just as much as anybody. She has character. She has heart. She has a moral mm-hmm. compass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So she could make a great hero. Oh, yeah. I'm sold on Colette. And also, like, I think she also really embodies, like, that anyone can cook because she is a woman, like, in this industry, like, full of men. Like, and she says that in the beginning. Like, the only reason I'm here Mm -hmm. is because I've worked so fucking hard. I am the best of the best. And, like, I have proved, you know, that women. Oh, yeah. There are also notes where, like, he takes, he's trying to investigate uh, Linguini's shit because he's, like, interested in this rat thing that he is noticing. Um, But there is a great scene where, he doesn't pick up on that because he's like drunk asleep but she is like i've worked so fucking hard here for you to come in and like immediately bypass me like all the work that i've done i'm the one who taught you everything and they fucking pull you into a room over me are you out of your mind yeah Mm -hmm. i was like but fucking get his ass exactly after him kill that rat and and yet she's still (laughs) kill that rat And yet she's still the bigger person that is like, yeah. okay, but you are being successful. And also, okay, this rat is a really great cook. And I think she is one of the, like what you said, she changes the most because her biggest mm-hmm. thing, she's like, Gusto is perfect. Follow his reps, like recipes perfectly, never change them. And then she like learns from it. That she's like, oh, like how Remy keeps changing the recipes. She's like, oh, I guess like, yeah, we can be creative as well. And like, mm-hmm change right so yeah i'm full on colette is the hero of the story yeah 100 same i'd That's love to see a sequel where it pits colette against remy and the Whoa. whole conversation is like you might be super super talented and you might have this nose and and you might like have a rat nose or whatever but like <laughs> i worked for fucking decades to be good and you can't yeah. replace experience mm-hmm. oh totally. and that would be a- and the, yes and then there'd be a subplot of her relationship with linguini and linguini's relationship with remy because mm-hmm. if yeah. they're if they're competing he can't you know that's mm-hmm. And he never takes mm-hmm. the roller skates off the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for, uh, I did. Oh, I also really love kink. that point. <laughs> I love the point in the movie where, uh, like, when they're fighting and Linguini says, like, Colette can cook too. Like, mm-hmm. Re- they've only been taking Remy's ideas and he just, like, stands up for her. And I was like, yeah. hell yeah, yeah, that's your woman. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. like, when he said that, I was like, yeah, he's right, Remy. Like, you are a, a, a rat who fits in my dandruff. <laughs> that is like a big point by the way (laughs) um uh, question number two who has narc energy it is that fucking chef that chef stays narking this whole movie He's oh, finding yeah, Skinner. Oh, yeah. to narc him. Skinner. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, he literally calls the health inspector. Yeah. Yes. Narc. 100%. Oh, he's definitely, definitely the narc. I'd like to even think of who could be, like, if he weren't the narc, who would be? Mm, who just has narc energy? Oh. Yeah. Because um, he 100% is. The woman who tries to shoot her husband. But- <laughs> <laughs> she's the narc plot twist it's gusto <laughs> he's the narc oh I guess the critic would probably have narc energy he seems like a narc yeah, oh does. but then he changes he does change yeah. he's a narc for un- until he's oh. yeah you're right 
Yeah. He um, is. He is. Also, uh, another question. Does the villain have gay energy? This is on, this could go any way for me. Because I would say that the villain is, depends on who the villain is. This movie doesn't really have like, I mean, it has a couple villains or it has a couple like obstacles, but I guess the chef is the villain. Yeah. I would say he'd be the villain. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know that he has gay energy. I mean, I don't think so. Either. On normally in these movies, you know when they have gay energy, and because it's not coming to me, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe the I'll critic. I'll say that, and I'm like, gay. <laughs> <laughs> or the critic, but only when the critic's dead. <laughs> <laughs> that is much more gay energy than. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and happy. That's actually relatable to the gays. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So in this movie, there is no horse, but who has horse energy? Wow. Hmm. Horse energy, who would so be like, the horse like the disney movie horse in this character in this show. oh who is always like like the pegasus or or yes. like mm-hmm. okay so kind of the comedic relief type oh i have um uh if i if i'm going the correct like the correct direction of this oh, i would say remy's brother absolutely yes right absolutely, Miranda, you're so right and then to follow up on that is the horse just a dog <laughs> <laughs> which yeah, I don't the think brother, yeah maybe I yeah. mean he loves to eat he's like real fa- he's happy to see everybody the moment he sees mm-hmm. them and like I Kimbo say this energy. as politely yeah. yes <laughs> and I say this as kindly like I say this with love he is the size of a dog yeah. <laughs> with respect so he's, he is the size of respect. he's the size of a German shepherd <laughs> 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 the biggest rat I've ever seen in my life um Okay, who could be easily replaced with, or I guess let's just say this, who is, who could be the Rosie O'Donnell and who could be the Danny DeVito? Wow. If you had to replace uh, somebody and it would just fit seamlessly, who could be the Rosie O'Donnell and who would be the Danny DeVito? Maybe Skinner for Danny DeVito? Skinner for Danny DeVito makes sense. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. his dad, I feel like, could be De- Django. I was going to say Django. Totally. Yeah, see... you're right. Yeah. yeah. I think this is I a rare see... instance where Django could be both Rosie O'Donnell and Danny DeVito. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Ratatouille has gotten that niche intersection. Yeah. <laughs> both of them at their peaks. Yeah, yeah. Um, only a couple more. Uh, does this movie have an element of rich people trying to fuck poor people? Um, wow, that's a I'm not. I'm I'm not sure about that, but that's a great point for like Disney movies in There's general. Yeah. Cole Schlesinger, I mentioned his name on every podcast because it's it's so eye opening. Once you connect yeah. the dots, he connected them for. He's like, this movie's trying to like rich people trying to have sex with poor people, right? I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, I guess in the sense that. Colette is the sous chef and um, Linguini is the garbage boy at the beginning. Yeah. But they get into it when they're like almost peers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Also, Linguini gets rich really quickly. Like in that montage, it's like, oh, it's the yeah. restaurant's his. Now he has a oh, giant yes. fucking house. He has the largest beautiful house I've ever seen. Yes. Um, oh. There's a perfect last question. Two more questions. If we were going to cast this live action, who's the one actor you would keep to reprise their role? <gasps> Which I think would unfortunately eliminate Remy, right? Or any of the rats, because they would have right. to be rats. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, you know who I would do? This is the most 
um, Brad Garrett, the brother on Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> voices Gusto. He'd be a Boy. perfect ghost. I'm looking him up. What? Wait. That t- he's like 17 feet oh, tall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Right? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's so fun. I yeah. Mean, I guess, or Ian, Holm, the guy who plays Skinner is the, um, is Bilbo from the first Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> he really? Yeah, he really. <laughs> Kennedy said, like, yeah, he is. Like, yeah, like he, I was just comparing. I'm looking at the, yeah, I'm looking at the cast <laughs> right now, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's that guy. <laughs> that's that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, okay, and then oh, the last yeah, question. The last question, and I think we all know the answer to this. What oh. quote from this movie would you get <laughs> as a lower back tattoo? <laughs> Can we say it together? Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Three, two, one. With, With luck, luck, go forward. forward. <laughs> oh my god, I messed up. I think I did too. Is it with luck forward? Yeah, with luck forward. With luck forward. With luck, dot, 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 forward. 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 Right on your lower back. <laughs> it's it's got to be in like, like, um, like, Calligraphy French. Yes, yes. <laughs> and a little rat. <laughs> yeah. oh, thank you both so much for being here. Oh this my has gosh. been a delight. Oh, I had the best time. Oh yes. my god, my thank head you from laughing. so much. Mm-hmm. This was so much. Oh wait, I'm gonna show my face again. Let me oh, see. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, there you are. There Hi. she goes. Hi. The alligators so are still there. To... <laughs> there you <baby. laughs> There were so many times that I, I was like, just was. Disney Adult is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. That is thetridentnetwork.com. And also, don't forget to follow Disney Adult on Instagram at, at disney.adult.podcast.